This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get hefty, ultra-strong with new Fabuloso lemon scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1132. So I left you on a bit of a cliffhanger yesterday during my unfair comparison of Marvel Studios to Lucasfilm Limited. And where we left off was consideration of the reason why it's taking as long as it is for Lucasfilm to ramp up to the same speed that Marvel is doing, or anything near resembling it. Which, you know, why compare them? Well, yeah, I talked about that yesterday, so let's talk about the whole speed issue today. Punch it, Chewy. Hi, this is Alvin Johnson with the 501st Legion, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and... Here is my theory for why it's taking as long as it is for Lucasfilm to get up and running with their movie machine to you know, a point, a speed at which you would think Disney would want to see them operating and probably a speed at which Lucasfilm itself would like to be operating. And the reason why I think this is happening is because they just simply don't have the infrastructure to do it. Now, I have done some digging to try and find out how many employees Marvel Studios has, and unfortunately it's not online anywhere, but according to Wikipedia, there are 2,000 employees at Lucasfilm Limited, and that is spread across you know, a lot of different departments that are not just for movie making, and that's all we're really talking about here is the movie making situation. Now, when you think about them not having the infrastructure to do that, it probably shouldn't come as a surprise to you because when you think about what Lucasfilm was before it was sold to Disney, there wasn't really a giant filmmaking apparatus the same way that there is with Marvel Studios, right? Lucas was deciding what projects he would do or not do, and for the most part, he could coast. I mean, he was done with Star Wars after 2005, after Revenge of the Sith, and they didn't do a heck of a lot after that in general. In fact, they only made two movies in between 2005 and 2012, and those were Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and Red Tails. And I know I had said yesterday that Red Tails was a post-sale to Disney movie, so I spoke in error about that. My apologies. So from the Department of Corrections, I have to let you know that Red Tails was actually done before the sale of Lucasfilm to Disney. So they only did two movies in seven years, and it's because it's Lucas's baby. It's his shop. He wasn't hiring a bunch of producers and a bunch of screenwriters and a bunch of filmmakers to make movies out of Lucasfilm. I mean, he did it for television, for animation with the Clone Wars to some degree, but definitely not as a movie-making apparatus. And so the the infrastructure for becoming a you know big movie, churn-it-out powerhouse was not there, hasn't been there, and I don't think is there yet even. I mean, you look at The Force Awakens, and it was done by Lucasfilm, but it was also done by Bad Robot Productions as well. They were involved, J.J. Abrams' company with Brian Burke, and yeah, I'm not hearing anything about J.J. Abrams pitching more Star Wars movies or Bad Robot pitching more Star Wars movies to 
Lucasfilm to get that done. Then you have Ram Bergman, who's the producer for Episode 8, The Last Jedi, and he's a frequent collaborator these days with Ryan Johnson, working with him on his movies, although he's done a lot of other movies as well and had a much longer career by comparison. He's been at this for a while longer than Ryan Johnson has. So kind of a hired gun in a sense, I guess, part of the whole part and parcel of it is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) You know, like you get Ryan Johnson, you get Ram Bergman too. At least that seems like a a very good package deal. And as far as the standalone movies go, well, you had Simon Emanuel, who is one of the listed producers for Rogue One, and he does not seem to be doing a lot of actual solid production work. His title, according to IMDb, was production manager, so not the full level of a producer. Then you have Alison Shearmer, who has her own production company and who was a producer for Rogue One and is now a producer on the Han Solo movie as well. So it's good to see that there's some continuity there. Now we actually have somebody else from the outside who is involved in a more regular basis in Star Wars production. And just so you know, I'm still a little fuzzy on the the dividing lines of who does what in movies and what a producer does exactly. So here's what you know, Slate Magazine in doing a piece about the Academy Awards and having a guide to understanding who gets what award and why does a thing about what a producer does. And it said he, should be he or she, right? Shepherds the production from start to finish. In the typical arrangement, the producer develops an idea or script with a writer and secures the necessary rights. He or she often hires the director, supervises the casting, and assembles a crew. Additionally, the producer oversees the budget and then coordinates the post-production work, everything from editing to commissioning music to encouraging the film stars to plug the movie on talk shows. So while it seems like the challenge right now has to do with the standalone movies and getting the directors to deliver the kind of movie that Lucasfilm is looking for, you know, with Gareth Edwards delivering something that they then had to bring Tony Gilroy in for, or Phil Lord and Christopher Miller working on something that didn't quite fit and so they had to bring Ron Howard in on it. Maybe the real issue is that they don't have the team of producers in place to be able to manage this the way that they would ultimately like to do it. Now, I'm not saying anything negative about Kathleen Kennedy in this regard because she is a fantastic producer and her track record cannot be argued with whatsoever. What I am suggesting is that she's now the president of Lucasfilm, a huge company with a number of subsidiaries, and she might not have the opportunity to be acting like she would have been if she were just producing. I think she's got a lot more on her plate than just the movie production situation. And so therefore, there's only so much you can do, right? And so you need the rest of that infrastructure built up. I was looking at the Marvel Cinematic Universe wiki page. So similar to Wikipedia, I don't think they have as catchy a title for the Marvel Cinematic Universe one, but they have 41 different producers listed. Now, Compare that to the Star Wars Wiki, they have 67 producers listed. Sounds like Star Wars beats them, but when you think about it, though, a lot of those, and when you look at it, really, a lot of those producers are ones that go back to the original trilogy, right? Or to other Lucasfilm productions like Howard the Duck or, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And it's not all producer-producers, it's also, you know, line producers and production managers and, you know, people further down the chain like that. Whereas more of what you see in the Marvel Cinematic Universe one are actual producers that are helping steer this giant ship. And it's also important to flag that it is the cinematic universe where 
that's only movies that they have 41 people listed, whereas the Lucasfilm one, the Star Wars Wikipedia listing of all the producers, is not just movies. It's television. It's cartoons. It's video games. That was the other one I was getting off the top of my head. And so this, to me, is the reason why we are not awash in Star Wars movies. Now, let's be real, okay? Getting one movie a year is comparatively being a wash in Star Wars movies, right? Because we had to wait three years between original trilogy ones, three years between prequel trilogy ones, ten years or more in between the trilogies, okay? So we are absolutely a wash in Star Wars movies. But the reason why they're not producing at the pace that Marvel is is because it seems like they simply don't have the infrastructure in place to do it. I'm going to take a quick break and come back at you with Rogue One Trivia. Stay tuned. Hey Rebel Rouser, The Last Jedi is coming out in theaters in December, and so it's time for you to brush up on your knowledge of The Force Awakens. Luckily, I've got the thing for you. It's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book. It's available on Amazon right now. Just go to sw7x7.com slash TFA to get right there. And inside you'll find more than 501 galaxy-spanning questions and answers about The Force Awakens. Again, it's the unofficial Star Wars The Force Awakens trivia book, sw7x7.com. Welcome back. So last time I asked you about the derogatory nickname Jyn Erso uses for K2SO just before they're about to go into Jeddah City, and she calls him Target Practice. Today's question for you, what's the specific scenario Jin is worried about if K2SO comes with them into Jeddah City? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go visit the Clone Factory, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7x7. It's not just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe, it's destiny unleashed. is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2017 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.